Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Deemer. Today on the show, is Coinbase's $100 billion valuation really ridiculous? Robinhood says 9.5 million people traded crypto on its app. And listener questions. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, April 9th, 2021, the day after my campaign launch. I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the campaign so far. DeemerforCongress.com. Go there, support, share, retweet, do whatever you can. I need to get the word out because I am running for Congress and I'm not going to give you updates on my congressional run every single episode. But for the first two days, I just I just have to. I'm very pumped. I'm excited. Lots of energy. But we have a long way to go, and this is only starting. So thank you again for the support. And if you want to support, DemerforCongress.com. And by the way, I think that we could be taking cryptocurrency because we take PayPal. PayPal allows you to pay with cryptocurrency. If anybody has cryptocurrency and PayPal and wants to donate to our campaign, please try it out. Let us know if it works. And now, those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin, $58,241.44, up 0.6% from yesterday. Ethereum's in the number two spot at $2,064, up 0.8%. Binance Coin in the number three spot at $436.88, up 5%. XRP, oh, number four spot, at 99.2 cents, up 3%. Tether, number five, and Cardano, 121, down 0.8%. Total market cap, we're sitting at $1.976 trillion with a BTC dominance of 55.1%. And now to listener questions. The first question comes from Billy and Billy says, Hey Matthew, I was wondering if you could do a deep dive into Anchor Protocol interest account. They are new and seem to offer a stable 20% interest rate on their stable coin. Thanks Billy. I looked into their site and I looked around and the only question I have and I couldn't see it written anywhere is custody if it's not your keys it's not your coins I don't care what somebody offers if it's 50% or 100% I am going to be skeptical about putting my crypto or my money into their custody and leaving it in there no matter what they're going to tell me they're offering now there's a couple things that I like to look at one where is the company incorporated if it's in the US it has at least some laws in there you know register as a company you can look them up their owners or their founders are there to see people know who they are that never stopped anybody from leaving and doing exit before but <laughs> you know it might help a little bit also i want to know who's also i want to know who's auditing who the third party is who is in control of their code, who's looking at their code, and what kind of security they have so their coins don't get hacked or stolen or who knows what they're doing with it. That's the, that's the first thing is where is it incorporated? And the other one is, is like how much history do they have built up about the stability and also the track record they have. If you're looking at something like BlockFi, they're partnered with Coinbase and Gemini, and you know they're even trying to apply to the SEC to do other kind of securities and stuff like that. So it's like BlockFi seems to be trying their best to work with one regulators and reputable companies to make sure that they have their, I guess, their I's dotted and their T's crossed. 
I'd be very surprised if anything happens to BlockFi, for example, because of all of these, I guess, other people are in, that are involved and they have this backing and they have to get this right, right? Uh, Anchor doesn't have anything like that. So I would be always skeptical. It doesn't matter if they're offering 20% or 50% or 100%. If there is a chance that your coins could get lost, stolen, hacked, or I have no clue, or just who knows what it could happen. But anyway, I would like to go on a deep dive. I read their site. I, I'm still trying to figure out what they're doing. If that is all wrong, I'm sorry. Just please be skeptical. Always be skeptical and know that when you put money somewhere, if it's exchange or something like this, like some kind of uh, interest bearing account, they probably have custody. And who knows what happens with your cryptocurrency. And in today's headlines, is Coinbase's valuation of $100 billion ridiculous? Well, I talked to Scott Cipollina, writer for Decrypt, about that. Scott, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt, for having me. How are you? Very, very good. Very good. Look, you wrote an article here and the title pissed me off. It says Coinbase $100 billion valuation remains ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? I want to debate this with you. Go ahead, sir. Well, it's not necessarily my opinion, but um, a report came out earlier today that said that, oh, yeah, basically Coinbase's $100 billion valuation, which we've seen you know, discussed a lot over the last few weeks, is ridiculous. And one of the reasons for that is that the crypto market that obviously Coinbase inhibit uh, inhabits is is nowhere near mature enough for a valuation of that sort um the stock research company new constructs they they released this report I actually spoke to the ceo david trainer about a month ago and his his basic premise is that we have to let free market rules take shape in the crypto market and it's still a very young industry and once it matures and other competitors like for example kraken right or gemini when they when they jump in um it stands to reason that coinbase's um, enviable position will no longer be as, as competitive as some people say it is today. Right. You know, they, they made a billion dollars in profit in the past two quarters, right? Yeah, I'm very well aware of that. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, <laughs> just wondering, I mean, you know, making a billion dollars of profit in the past two, last two quarters and also a hundred billion dollar valuation seems, it, it does seem a little high, but it isn't right. I guess the word you used was ridiculous. We have, you know, JP Morgan here at almost a half a trillion dollar valuation. How do we justify these banks being a half a trillion dollars in cryptocurrency who we see is, you know, really making a head in the market. We're talking about innovation. How are we saying that only cryptocurrency is ridiculous? The, the argument would be that JP Morgan and other major companies that have that have existed for a very long time in the traditional financial space, uh, they inhabit far more mature markets, and it's easier to, I suppose, it's easier to, to come to evaluation in that regard than it is to predict the future in a in a market that is rapidly changing and a market that is still really young. I mean, if we think about it, Bitcoin, which is the crypt, the cryptocurrency that's first on pretty much everybody's lips, is you know not very much over a decade old. So it's it's very hard to come to um, predictive assessments of where a big company like Coinbase will be in 10 years' time. So to, to get a little bit into the methodology that this research firm um, used, is that they, they, they employed a tool that's called reverse discounted cash flow. That's an analysis that basically, rather it's a valuation method that, that involves estimating the value of an investment based on its expected future cash flows. At its, at, to, to justify a $100 billion valuation, the report says that the that the coinbase basically has to maintain a 25% net operating profit after tax and grow revenue by 50% compounded annually for the next 7 years that's if it was to justify a 100 billion dollar valuation uh, that would equate to what uh, if i can remember i think 21 billion dollars in revenue by 2027 which is 
1.5 times the combined 2020 revenue of the Intercontinental Exchange and of NASDAQ. So we're talking about a really, really optimistic view here. Um, another position that at least the CEO David Trainer takes is that there's a difference between a, a good company and a good stock. So you've got a lot of positive sentiment about crypto these days. Um, obviously, Bitcoin's its price has boomed since the beginning of the year, at the very least, um, and a lot of institutional money has been pouring in. And his argument is that a lot of the positive sentiment that, that exists around those wider market developments basically get conflated. And that leads to what he views as ridiculous valuations for companies like Coinbase right before they go public. You know what? I, I, I Even though I want to come in here and argue with you, it, you make total sense. It all makes total sense. $100 billion is absolutely insane. And honestly, in my MBA and everywhere I've seen doing valuation for companies, and you know, I've always seen the reverse uh, DCF model used uh, and it is pretty, it's pretty standard, to be honest with you. So $100 billion is kind of high. I'm not going to use the word ridiculous. You haven't, you haven't convinced me that far yet, but it is definitely high. What do you think we're going to see? And I know we, I, we're not talking about, you know, this is not financial advice, guys. This is not, you know, any kind of investment advice. But do you think that this is going to be, and you said there's a difference between uh, a company and a stock. What do you think is going to happen when, on the 14th when it hits the NASDAQ? Oh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't really put myself in the business of speculating here about what the actual valuation is going to be. But even we're in Bitcoin and you're not going to speculate. This is what we do. This is all <laughs> well, of the yeah, whole crypto space, my friend. It, it's, it's dangerous <laughs> to speculate in such a fast moving industry, that's for sure. But um, to, to you know, read further down the new constructs report, um, their view is that Coinbase's valuation should actually be closer to about 18.9 billion, which would represent about an 81% decrease from the 100 billion valuation that we keep seeing discussed, you know, on social media, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a really wide margin, right? People are talking about hundred billion and then new constructs report has come out here and it said um, a shade under 19 billion. So uh, it'll be interesting to see on the 14th. It's, 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 what is it? Less than a week away now. Um, and to speak about DCF analysis as well. I mean, yes, it's widely used, but that there are, there are some criticisms of it as well. Like uh, critics basically say that the model is a little bit too, reliance on uncertain future predictions. And that I imagine is even more pertinent when we're talking about cryptocurrency than we're talking about traditional finance, because as, as me and you both know, it's a very fast moving industry with a lot of things that, that, that pop up seemingly <laughs> in a sense out of nowhere. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on the 14th, but I would definitely not be one that dares to speculate. 100%. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. But I want to also comment on one thing with that, because without everybody going, oh, the DCF model is, is also flawed. But when you're trying to talk about evaluation of a company, a company that makes a certain amount or a fix or a certain revenue that you can prove everything that you're looking into the future is a speculation or a guesstimation of what you're going to do. So, I mean, there's only, there's only a couple of ways to do that, to have a fair evaluation of something that you're building, especially when you're going to go to market or get acquired. And I think DCF is probably a good way. Uh, you always have to speculate and look into the future. Other than that, I mean, I, I guess, I guess you could do the Coinbase model and just say, Hey, hundred billion. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, obviously the, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, that all makes perfect sense. When we talk about the, uh, you know, the record breaking profit, announcement that the coinbase made um i mean that that dwarfed the company's performance for the entire year previous to it so I mean, it, it goes back to the conversation about uh positive sentiment right and and to what degree does does that wider crypto sentiment get conflated when we're talking about about valuations for these companies like coinbase <laughs> scott Chipolina, writer from decrypt thank you very much for coming on the show and having a spirited conversation with me thank you matt appreciate it and in other headlines the Winkovi NAB Virtual Real Estate and NFT Metaverse, The Sandbox. An upcoming Ethereum-based game, The Sandbox, is a blocky shared 3D world that players can purchase digital land and deploy their own interactive games. 
and they revealed today that it sold virtual non-fungible tokens or NFT properties to an array of prominent new buyers. And those buyers include the Winklevi, where they bought land in the virtual space. Billionaires bought land in the virtual space. Not only just land in real life, they own virtual land now too. <laughs> My buddy slash campaign manager has been nagging me to get some virtual land. I think we might have to buy some. I wonder if we can afford a property, a virtual property next to the Winklevi. If you guys remember last year, crypto wallet provider Ledger was hacked. Basically, all of your information was scattered on Reddit. Click it in. There, there it is. Your email, your personal documents, your customer data, your phone number, everything was compromised. And now Ledger and his partner Shopify is facing a class action lawsuit from U.S. District Court in Northern California. And this lawsuit alleges that Ledger and Shopify negligently allowed, recklessly ignored, and then intentionally sought to cover up the breach. That's some big words. Well, it was a big hack. And finally, online brokerage service Robinhood said Thursday that 9.5 million of its customers traded cryptocurrency in Q1 of 2021. And that's up quite a bit, 458% to be exact, from Q4 of 2020, where they only had 1.7 million trading cryptocurrency. And as everybody in the crypto space has been saying for years, if you make it accessible and easy, the people will come. Remember, not your keys, not your coins. You're not owning your cryptocurrency. Robinhood has stated that they are working on a wallet so you can own and have custody of your cryptocurrency. But remember, these are just IOUs. You're not buying Bitcoin. You're buying the price of Bitcoin, not Bitcoin itself. But as Robinhood CEO said, that could change. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. It helps a lot. Oh, and don't forget to go to my campaign website, DemerForCongress.com. Please donate and help blockchain advocates get to Washington. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling. <laughs>